Hey everyone, and welcome to KD Lounge, the best source for everything Cadena. Today we have two guests, Jorgbus and Gareth Evans. They are co-founders of Teampy. Teampy is a decentralized search engine where users can run specific search engine functions, such as crawling, indexing, and optimization. The software can be run on any low-end PC, which makes it much more cost-effective than current competitors. But first, some news on KD Lounge. We are right now hosting the first ever IDO on Cadena for today's guests, Timpy. KYC and registration is currently open on the website, so head on over and do it if you haven't already. By the time this episode airs, we will already have released some Medium articles, so head on there and check them if you are interested. Okay guys, without further ado, let's learn a bit more about Timpy with Yorgbus and Gareth Evans. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to Katie Lounge. Uh, we are joined by Gareth and Jörg. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Hey, Alfonso. Good to meet you. So let's talk a bit about Timpy, which is the first decentralized search engine. So you guys are competing against a big one, right? Google. I would like you to start by saying, how do you think it's possible, like in five to ten years, that people will stop saying, hey, let's Google it and start saying, well, let's team it. Yeah, that's a good question. Shall I take that one? Yeah, go ahead. Well, they're already saying, let's team it. So that, 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 that trend has already started. But what we hope in three years time, even that people will globally know who team is and what team is. We, we've, we've got a, a few firsts under our belt. So as you said, we are genuinely the world's first decentralized search engine. Part of what that means is that we, we've actually built and developed our own search index. Um, there are some other search engines, or they call them search engines. They're actually search engine aggregators uh, on the blockchain, but, but they don't have their own index. And because we've got our own index and we've developed that and... It's uh, all in-house. We're able to do uh, quite a few special things, which we may come into more depth later. Um, but we, we do things like cybersecurity rating in our search results, uh, reviewers rating, all baked into the algorithm so we can be genuinely different. We're also in a really great position with the blockchain market where no one else is doing what we're doing. And we've, we've almost got like a captive audience within the blockchain market. The philosophy of Timpy in terms of how we believe in the technology and decentralization is that same of blockchain users, okay? And so we're going to start off to compete with Google and the likes of Bing and the other people who have monopolies with the blockchain market. Of course, Through our IDO, we will be touching and appealing to uh, the, the, the blockchain users, but we are also going to be having uh, special features that are related to blockchain. So we're going to have a crypto mode on, on the search engine where we'll link in with uh, CMC API 
and other data that's available on the blockchain to have a, a crypto specific uh, browser. So, so that's really interesting. That's nice. And yeah, it's very cool. So, and, and we're actually having a lot of good feedback from the communities like with, with great ideas about how that could look and, and how we can implement that. But I, th I think the biggest thing to note is that, you know, Monopoly, uh, sorry, Monopoly, Google has a monopoly. And so between Google and Bing, they are 95% of the markets. Now, we only need to take a tiny fraction of that to be competitive within the market. Now, of course, we have our sites set on Google and Bing. Absolutely, we do. But even with a fraction market share, it, with a 0.025% market share, we are, are still a huge business, right? That, that, would, that would equate to an ad revenue of 45 million. And we can, we can sustain ourselves at a third of that, right? So our, our, that, that is our first goal, uh, to, to reach a 0.02% market share. But we, we are aiming for uh, to be bigger than being within three years, who, what's their current market share, Jörg? I uh, four, four, four to five percent. Uh, four or five percent, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so, cool. and their, 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 their ad revenue with four percent is over 10 billion a year. Yeah, we're, we're, we're talking, we're talking uh, uh, another, uh, another. It's, it's, it's huge numbers, crazy yeah. numbers. Absolutely. And so this, the opportunities really here is like, it's not as if, you know, we're not going to be a success if we don't become larger than Google, right? Of course, we're, of course. we're a success even if we're a, a tiny fraction of the market. Uh, we just have ambitions to, to, to be at that size and we believe we can do it. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, everyone thinks of Google, but you don't have to be as big as Google to be successful. Obviously, because they have a huge share, and you guys can start uh, little by little and eventually get there. So you yep. you you went to the blockchain uh, for the decentralization, um, and you chose Cadena to start with. Uh, why was that decision made? It was it was a natural choice for us. Um, we're supporters of Cadena anyway, uh, even before Timpy came came about, but it's. Timpy has a very ambitious growth strategy that involves being able to scale at a significant rate. And our decentralized model allows us to do that. So because of our own scalability and growth ambitions, we need a blockchain that can support that. And Cadena has focused on scalability and also cost of transactions as well. So yeah. we, we expect to have huge amounts of transactions uh, per day. And so we need to be able to be on a platform that can do that cost effectively. Those transactions you're talking about are like the, the rewarding for, for people running the collectors and the guardians? Exactly. Yes. Okay. So for yeah, now, so people will be rewarded for contributing to the network. Uh, in particular, collectors and guardians will also open up to GeoCore uh, contributors in the future. So, uh, how 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 do you see possible that eventually there will be more running on the blockchain, like info running on the blockchain, and not only the transactions for rewards? Do you have any 
plans to 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 expand your your scope inside the blockchain and how do you run things yes. Yes, yeah, for sure. So um, what we are going to, to store on the blockchain as well is transactional information. So when it comes to everything, so what we're storing on the blockchain is everything we want to keep and everything we want to keep secure as well. So it, it does not make sense to store the database of our index on the blockchain itself because it's, very, it's a very fast moving and fast changing world out there. So um, storing the whole internet on the blockchain would not make sense. However, what we want to store is who contributed what and when and how and how much. So we can always follow up. And um, if we look at a collector, for example, the collector is our crawling engine. And the collector would like to know that he can always go back and look into how many pages did I um, analyze or my system analyze. And then um, I can always go back and, and check and so on. So that will be information that will be on the blockchain itself. So transactional information. Okay, okay. that makes sense. About uh, decentralization, as far as I understand, your requirements are very low in terms of hardware. And you don't have like a, a, a requirement for, for an allocation of TMP that you have to have to run a collector and node. How will you guarantee yeah. the decentralization that way? Like what keeps someone from clogging and doing a lot of collect, running a lot of collector and, and guardians, and yeah. basically controlling all the all the all the power from on the network. Yeah, so that's basically controlled by our GeoCore, and it is limited by the GeoCore. So um, the collector is limited by how many um, systems the collector can run at the same time. So we we do, what we don't want is that, for example, uh, a crypto farm picks up uh, Timpy and runs on 60,000 nodes, runs the collector on it, that will not work. So that will not happen because that would make us too dependent. That's why the software is developed in this way. The software is really developed in a way that anyone can join and everyone, anyone can really run the collector on your normal computer. You have full control. Uh, you can say or you can decide how much system resource the collector should use. And it, it starts at a very, very minimum level. And you can crank it up. You can even um, set up schedules, which allows you to say, okay, I will let my computer run overnight as well. So the collector can take from 11 p.m. to 6 o'clock in the morning all system resources, and you set up a schedule, and the system does it on its own. So all, you don't have to do anything. Um, we also have the, and as you said, it's very easy to install. It has a very low entry. The only thing which you have to do is download the software, and that's it. You don't have to have a static IP address. You don't have to open any internet ports to the public for uh, port forwarding and stuff like that because we don't want to increase your risk in terms of your cybersecurity by just running our software. So you are completely hidden behind our GeoCore. Everything is encrypted and no one will know um, that you contribute. <laughs> and so anyone... Even someone with zero crypto experience can run your your software, right? Yeah. The only thing, of course, if you like to get uh, to get um, or if you like to to earn tokens, of course, you need to have a wallet. So that's the only requirement we have. You need to have a wallet so we can you can you can get um, your um, tokens for your contribution. But you don't need to understand blockchain. You don't need to understand how it really works in detail. So it's, it's very different to setting up a crypto node. For that matter, it's completely different to that. And um, 
which that that allows us to have a very large network in a very short period of time because there are not many um, there are no requirements you have to fulfill really so um, it's easier to to join that that's what i was thinking like i can have my 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 dad run a node uh, run a, a collector or a garden because he he doesn't need to understand uh, what's going on behind the the, the transactions i can do yeah. it for him and he'll just have the the computer running the the, the software that's yeah. that's great we also said um it can be installed on windows mac os linux on the nas it runs on docker so it's again it's very very wide in terms of coverage of what what um, os we we can we can support so if we have a mac if you have a mac somewhere standing around yeah install it on the mac os no problem it's fine okay you mentioned uh, cybersecurity and uh, i know you work on on dark scope how that how did that work influence what what you guys are doing today Yeah, so I founded Darkscope a couple of years back and uh, was um, developed the the Darkscope um, artificial neural network. So that's basically a search engine for um, cyber intelligence. So Darkscope is a cyber intelligence provider who helps customers, businesses in this uh, in this instance, um, to identify what is already out there in cyberspace that could harm or that could put the ris uh, business at risk. So for that, Darkscope needed to have uh, a vast network of, of crawlers um, on the internet, social media, dark web, and everywhere else. And that's what we created at Darkscope. And that was basically what sparked my idea of having a decentralized search engine. So ex the experience I gained from Darkscope, creating the AIs, uh, creating the, the search network and the applications, that sparked my idea of, um, okay, we should have something like a decentralized completely independent search engine okay nice 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 to hear you that you put all that together and are now going to cadena to start this uh yeah now regarding revenue you guys are as i understand offering TMP tokens for people who run ads on the on the on the platform correct so You guys don't collect the data, and that's amazing. But how are you guys incentivizing companies to, who want to advertise? Since Google can say, well, we collect data, we know what users want to buy, so we will point you in the right direction. You guys mm -hmm. won't do that, which is amazing. But how will you incentivize people to, to place their ads on the, on the platform? So we, we can do that in a number of ways. The, the first is by showing that we're cost-effective. Now, Google have a bidding war against keywords, for example, and we won't have that. So keywords will be fixed price, so people don't need to compete by paying more and more for clicks for their adverts. What they will need to do is stake for that placement. So the more they stake, the greater the chances of their advert being shown. And then the advert cost will come from that staking that staked amount. So what this means is that so they, they still do compete, but they're competing on, on, on an amount that um, doesn't end up costing them more because what they stake, they still own, right? Yeah. Um, and there's obviously advantages for us the more that's staked. So because of the, the way blockchain is structured and the token is structured, That allows us to do that. You know, Google can't do that with, with, with their economic model. That's for keyword staking. So that's for 
advertising that will be on the side of search results, for example, when you type in a, a search term. The, the other side of things is with the ad network. So, Corey, go ahead, ask the question. No, because you were saying on the side, so you won't have any inline uh, advertising? No, we, we are, with everything we're doing, we, we want to be user-friendly. So as you said earlier, we, we don't want to be using people's data. We don't want to be manipulating or faking the data in any way uh, or how that's represented. We don't want to be shoving adverts uh, in line with the results, pretending that they're genuine results. I hate that. I hate that, man. I hate because yeah. you don't know what's, what's a result and what's an ad, and it's, it's, it's awful. We're not going to play any of those games. We, we were looking the other day around a search term uh, computer, I think we were using, yeah. and it, there was only, on the page, there was only one search result, and that was right at the bottom. All the other stuff was ads and images and junk and all kinds of things, but actual data. So yeah. if you look at, if you take a look at our, uh, the concept, if it's more than a concept, it's, it's in beta now, the, 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 the beta release of the actual search, Jörg did a video of that the other week, yep. then it shows you real useful data. And it shows you those results in, um, uh, in, a, in a concertinaed way as well, so that you won't get loads of search results in uh, a, like a whole page just taking up a single domain. So if there's mm -hmm. lots of results from a single domain will concertina those up into just uh, two. So yeah. there's all kinds of things we're doing just with the user always in mind, you know, how, how can we make better ethical choices? What, what, what's good for the user in this instance? Hmm. And you'll see that through the technological design, the user interface design, our marketing, everything we do is, is user centric. And going back to um, how we're going to uh, appeal to advertisers. That's part of that appeal as well, because we're essentially an ethical choice. At the moment, advertisers really only have one choice, and that's Google. And so they don't have options. You know, does Google meet their brand ambitions? And I would say there's growing sentiment now in the market that businesses do not want to be operating with companies that might be making unethical decisions. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And simply will be making decisions in, in its, the way we run our business with the user in, in mind. Um, and so with in terms of the keyword staking, we can compete for advertisers directly because we don't need users' data anyway for that. Where Google really abuses users' data is within their ad network so that if you go to another website and you've just Googled for computer, then it will start showing you computers. Yeah. So we can't do that and we never will do that because we don't have that user data. But what we can do is show adverts that are related to that website's content. Of course, yeah. And that's pretty good. I mean, that's 95% there and done in an ethical way. Yeah, and it, it, exactly. That's, that's the main part. It's like you are not using people as a product. You are actually... Uh, showing people what they want to see, right? Uh, having having Absolutely. that, you touched on the user experience. Having that in mind, will you guys incorporate some of the popular features that Google has, like those tools for uh, searching and 
those filters that they have for searching on, on a certain time frame or searching for images or something like that? Will you, are you thinking of about that, that part as well? Yeah, so we, we are thinking uh, we are thinking about that where we want to, um, of course, um, deliver a similar experience to what you already have on other search engines as well. So you will have the ability to um, do the um, the picture search or the video search. As we are going to heavily use AI anyways, um, there are many ways how you can um, utilize AIs to help the user. To make 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 to, uh, to to get better results, basically, um, and that's what we are also going to do. So yeah, our um, we are already our team is already um, starting training up the AIs as with the models we built ourselves. But it helps the user to uh, find the right results, basically. Yeah, okay. and we will have filter and additional functionality. Okay. What about uh, the search engine optimization? Like, if if I if I build a website now, I, I write the, the HTML code uh, with the Google search engine in mind. Like, oh, Google searches for this part of the code, and he he puts yeah. this this type of of of, of words first. Uh, you think a, a web page that does that will also have uh, success on your search engine? Um. Not, not directly. So yes, we we do. Of course, we look into the meta header, so meta text um, on web pages. So uh, what's your web website description and what's what's your title and stuff like that. But then, if we look at the content, we do not count the words or the number of times you mention a word in our in your web page to get up in the rank. Um, so that was um, that was back in the days a way how you how you were able to get high in the rank you have it 200 times on your web page the, the keyword and then yep so that doesn't work um, at all um, what we do is again we use an AI model which analyzes the web page and it sort of understands the content and it can create a relation from the content to the search word um, imagine you have um, one of the models is for example it's a word vector uh, model Imagine you have the word, the search word cat. So now the AI model will identify cat into a category and will um, find neighbors. And the neighbor of a cat might be dog, might be pet. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where it creates neighbors. And that can create a profile. And that's one of the mechanisms we use to identify how related is this web page to the search word or a search term. And then the other one is, of course, our our um, our user reviews and our cybersecurity rating. So, if a web page um, has security issues, then we will show that in the search results, and we will let the user know in detail what is it we found on this web website, but that is not wrong, uh, that is not right. So, it starts with. Um, SSL certificate, for example, or it starts with, um, or it goes to um, JavaScript libraries. Are they up to date? Because the biggest challenge we have, one of the biggest problems we have on web pages today is that a lot of web pages are not maintained very well, even though it's not really a lot of work, but then it puts the user at risk. And that's what we don't mm -hmm. want. So that's where we uh, scan web pages and let the user now um, this page has issues. It doesn't mean that we filter it out. We just show the user, look, it, that's what's going on. You make the decision and you make the yeah. call. You let so, them and that, yeah, and that all falls into the um, rating system or into the ranking system. Um, it falls all into there. We have 
We have about 20 indicators to rank a website at this stage. So that's 20 different points we look at to, uh, to um, determine where would this page sitting sit in, in the ranking when it comes to, um, to search words. Okay. So it seems that your, your algorithm or your, your, what's under the hood is like the, the secret sauce for your, for your project. And yeah. uh, like your architecture is dependent on, on people running the, the infrastructure. To say so, what 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 really differentiates you and what makes it a good product is your code. How are how do you feel about open source code and 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 sharing, or do you feel that that would like blow you out of the water and let everyone do what you do? <laughs> It's a good question. We already um, we, we we already talked about it. If we want to go open source at at some point, and I think uh, at some point it might it it, it would probably make sense. Um, we will certainly not do it right in the beginning, and the software is not there yet. So, but uh, I think what we what we are going to start doing once we release the beta version is we do do uh, bug hunting. So we will have a bug hunting uh, um, program where people can test our solution, and then if they find something great, you will get um, um, you you will get something for it. So that will be one step in the direction. But um, I think so. Initially, we will not go open source at this stage. Yeah, it's perfectly understandable. But you know, yeah. in the uh, in the crypto space, people always uh, focus on the. Of course, it's it's different because you are offering a, a product that it's not on the blockchain. So it's not the the, the same kind of of cyber security and risks. Uh, people usually have problems connecting their wallets to adapt that they have no way of knowing what's what's going on so it's it's oh, yeah, a okay. bit different so yeah, but uh, yeah. uh, i i totally understand you you can't give it all uh, for now uh let's maybe we, we, try we may not we may not share be sharing the code at this stage but we are sharing the index okay so people can mm -hmm. access our index by uh applying for an api license with us and in that way they we we're still making that data available it's just the 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 secret source as you call it will yeah. remain secret remain secret yeah it makes it makes perfect sense uh maybe we can now wrap it up a bit uh like what's the the benefits for users uh node operators and advertise no not node but uh collectors and guardians Audience. operators yeah uh and advertisers so a bit of a sum up of your project i i think there's there's two sides to this right so i i'll i'll answer my side, Jürgen, and perhaps you can add, add yep. in your bits. Um, and and the the areas that I'm focusing on is, is around the advertising and utility of the token. So I'll, I'll start there. Um, so when when we look at the utility of the token, we are a fixed supply, so there's of a 200 million, and we're not going to mint anymore. So this means that we, because we are sharing Uh, the token with collectors and guardians and, and GeoCore uh, node runners, um, then uh, we, that needs to come from somewhere and that would be a share of the revenue. So all advertising and API licenses and, and any other revenue stream that comes through will be paid in Timpy and then that, that's distributed back to the, the holders. Now, 
we're a flat token because we're a utility token. So there's no tax, there's no reflex going on. Um, we, we're just a straight token focusing on delivering a quality product and service. And so what we, we do want to see is to create an environment that benefits token holders. And in addition to obviously being rewarded in the token, it's, it's the, the fact that there's going to be huge demand for this token, not through just through people who um, want to hold the token, but through organizations with large amounts of money to who will be purchasing the tokens in order to advertise and stake. Okay, so when they stake, it means that the, the token is taken out of supply for that period. And so we anticipate that there's going to be huge amounts of staking, huge demand for our advertising platform, and with a, a, a fairly low fixed supply. This, this is all good for token holders. Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's, it's, it's the feeling of, of being part of something um, really cool, something we haven't had. Um, at all. So the first decentralized search engine and um, having the, the entry level very, very low uh, means that we can engage a lot, engage a lot of people. Um, people might uh, just want to contribute to the whole idea of Tempe and don't have um, any experience in, in cryptocurrency. That's no problem. Or we have the, um, the guys who already run nodes, for example, and want to contribute and running the Guardian or even a Geocore. So that's also possible. So that's, I think we can, we can really create a large network. And um, as I said, we, we showed that in our um, last video on the dev um, sneak peek that we, how the, the beta versions look like, and we will open up the public beta very soon. So there is an application phase for the public beta because It will be limited in terms of how many guardians and how many um, collectors we will have for the beta phase. But yeah, so everyone is welcome to basically join us um, and, and go and um, see if um, and apply for 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 open beta testing slot. That's no problem. Awesome, amazing, amazing, uh, guys. To wrap it up, uh, your IDO is almost here. Uh, yeah. How, how how has been working with KDL, and what do you think of the future? Uh, for yourselves and the partnership? Yeah, I, th I think the, the, the last, well, we've been working with KDL maybe for two months now. Uh, could even be longer than that. Um, and you guys have been amazing, very professional, organized. Yeah. You're obviously the first to be on Kadena, uh, to, to go live with a, a launchpad on Kadena. You're their official partners. Uh, it's, you know, you, you tick all the boxes really for a, a professional project like ourselves to to be launching with so yeah thanks very much for all your help and we're excited to get into the ido i'm sure you're going to be giving um dates and uh on the ido are we partners or yeah probably when when, well? when people are watching this they already know so let's yeah, let's probably, let's probably. <laughs> probably. so but uh this the sentiment is mutual it's been amazing working with you guys and i think the the product is simply amazing and we need it Uh, we need decentralization. We, we need people like you guys to, to step in and, and try to change the, the, the paradigm. Um, so I think we can, we can wrap it up and maybe uh, in, the, in the future, like in three, six months, we can do this again and see where you guys are sure. at um, and talk again. I think sure. that'd be really great. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thank you. Thanks Thank a you, lot. Man.
See Thank you. Okay, guys, that's it for our show today. A big thanks to Gareth and York for a great interview. We will make sure to check on Timpy's progress in the future. Meanwhile, if you'd like to get involved, head on to kdlaunch.com and participate on their IDO. Registration and KYC are already open. Timpy's social media outlets will be on the description below. For our next episode, we will have Dan Keller, co-founder of Flux and Web3Genius on the show. Uh, if you've never seen Dan talk, don't miss out, guys. You're in it for a great time. Until then, here's a project that might interest you that we found on the Cadena blockchain. Nitex. Nitex is an upcoming leverage trading index, backed by Chainlink, a decentralized oracle price feed. It's on its early days, but I think it looks really promising. As always, do your own research. If you'd like to learn more about the project, we'll drop links for their Medium and Telegram channels in the description below. Okay guys, see you next time for another interview, some more news on Karina projects, and of course, as always, the latest on Katie Lounge. See ya! Thank you.